0: I do. I love my country. If you don't love your country, it's probably because you're an idiot. (laughs) And you've never traveled anywhere. You travel anywhere and you will kiss the ground when you come back to our country. As many problems as it's fraught with. I'm not saying we're perfect, but I have traveled throughout Europe, a little bit in Asia... I've traveled, I couldn't wait to get back to our country, and I thank God for it, and uh, amen. If you are an idiot, we can pray for you later tonight, God could deliver you from a spirit of idiot. Just kidding. If you would like me to be biblical, I'll say it this way. If you don't like our country, you're a fool. Okay. Chapter 6. Move. You don't like our country, go to some other country. All right. <laughs> okay. Mark 6, verse 1. Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James? Are these not his sisters with us? And they were offended at Him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country among his own relatives and his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there except that which he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went about the villages in a circuit teaching. Let's pray. Father, thank You so much for... All that you've done today, here in Wasilla, in Anchorage, up in Delta, what you're going to do tonight, what you've done in our other churches, even around the world, what you're doing in the body of Christ, we give you praise. We thank you for our great country. We do ask that you would bring a reformation, that you would forgive us for the horrible defilement that we're even purveying across the nations of the world. That You would help our country come back to You. And we thank and praise You for it. In Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. There's a number of mandates that you see in Scripture. I think probably the most famous New Testament mandate is the mandate from Jesus that says, Go into all the world and preach the Gospel of the Kingdom to all creatures baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. God has given us a mandate. And the mandate is to preach the gospel of the kingdom, to preach or to proclaim. Somebody who is a proclaimer or a preacher or somebody who is sharing the gospel of the kingdom, it's more than just words. In fact, I would say that probably half of it might be words, but the other half is demonstration. And if you look at the at the Gospel of John chapter ten, it's a fascinating thing because Jesus says, Jesus talking of John the Baptist, Jesus says, Don't believe John the Baptist because of, of his words, and he says, Don't believe me because of my words. In other words, you don't have to believe that I'm the Messiah, Jesus said. You don't have to believe man's testimony. But he said this, believe because I do the works of the Father. And when you study what the works of the Father is, the works of the Father are very clearly, in the book of John now, you do a study of works of the Father, look through the entire book of John, works of the Father, you'll find this. That the works of the Father are miracles. That's what the works of the Father are. The works of the Father are signs, wonders, and miracles. So what He said was, don't believe me because of my own testimony. Jesus said this. Don't believe me because of the testimony of John the Baptist. But believe me because I do the works of the Father. Believe me because of the miracles. God has given us a mandate. Go and preach the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom is with word, but it's more than that. It's more than just teaching. It is a demonstration of His power to a people who are lost and broken and destitute. It is a demonstration of the mandate for us to bring miracles. You say, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, I think half of it is just having a heart to do it. Just having a willingness to do it. Greater works will you do than these? said Jesus. I've heard a Baptist say, well, the greater work is salvation. I'd have to say that the greatest work there is is salvation. I mean, you think about that. That's pretty awesome that, that God could wipe out your sin in one moment, take away your, your your guilt and your sin, and the written code and regulation that's against you and I, in one moment, through one prayer, that takes you maybe, depending upon how... It, it, it could, we have this formula, you know, Jesus, I believe You died on a cross, rose again from the grave. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. We have this formula, but I, I we have. I've known people that got saved by just by going, Jesus. You know, that's it. In one moment, all of that was true. Their heart, they believed. With their mouth, they confessed unto righteousness. I believe the greatest work, the greatest miracle, is absolutely salvation. It's an amazing thing. But it's more than just that. The works of Jesus. I've seen people wearing bracelets. It's not so in now, but it was really in about five to seven, ten years ago. What would Jesus do? And the idea was that they would wear these bands. What would Jesus do? And then if they began to do something that Jesus wasn't doing, it would kind of remind you, just a constant reminder, what would Jesus do? And you can ask yourself, it's a good thing to ask yourself, it's an old... It's an old saying that preachers and pastors use. You know, if you get to a place where you don't know what to do, think about what Jesus would do, and then do that. I just want to punch Him. Would Jesus do that? No, He wouldn't do that. He might take a whip. Make a whip of His own hands. Flip over some tables. See, we think of Jesus as some limp-wristed fool who... Who 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 spoke in Elizabethan English? Hey, heavenly Father, so glad you've called us here today. You know, we think of Jesus like that. That's not the, that's not, that is not the Jesus I serve. Jesus I serve is bad, Jack. I have never seen a carpenter who didn't have a set of Popeye forearms. My Jesus was his stud. He had a gun. oh yeah. Carpenter, do you know that it didn't have some gumption, you know? That's what he did. That was his trade. It was taught by his father Joseph, his earthly father. I want to talk to you, first of all, in on the onset, the first part of this message. Number one, there's a mandate upon us to do miracles. But we like to think of, well, I, I'm, I don't really have the giftings, the ability. I don't have the ability to do that. No kidding, but Jesus in you does. Called to do the works of Jesus. That's what we're called to do. And it's not just on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night. It's on Monday and Monday night. Tuesday, Tuesday night. Wednesday, Wednesday night. Thursday, Thursday night. All the way, every day of the week, we're called to to put on display to demonstrate the love of God by doing the works of the Father in word and in deed. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. And I've found more often than not, the miracles that I see that break out in, in, in my life and ministry, what I mean by ministry, I don't even mean so much here in the church. I mean things like Saturday. I'm not at liberty to share all that happened Saturday, but it was far from a church experience. Well, it was a church experience in that Jesus came and touched people and it was awesome. But it had nothing, nowhere near the building. And what God wants us to do, in fact, has mandated us to do, is to go out and bring them Jesus. The, look, Jesus didn't just hang out in the synagogue, although He went. Some people don't go to church because the church is messed up. Yeah, the church has got issues. But I think the synagogue is fairly messed up. And if, shoot, they crucified Him. He still went. That was His custom. Pretty rough. Pretty rough. But he hung out with sinners and publicans. He hung out with tax collectors. He spent time with people who were broken and desperate. I read this report recently that that I think it's like 68% of the people that don't go to church have not come because they've never been invited. 68% of the people that don't go to church have never been invited. Is that crazy? Think about that. So God has given us a mandate for miracles, but. You don't need to be around long to realize there's a number of obstacles that have to be overcome to see miracles brought about. And it's that that I want to talk about. The first obstacle that we see here in the text is this offense, mental offense. You all there? Mark chapter 6. He went out. He came to his own country. His disciples followed him. When the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, what... Where did this man get these things, and with what wisdom, which is given to him, and such mighty works are performed by his hands? So that that is the thought of the collective thought is written there in the text about what people were thinking about Jesus. So they're there. It's like it's like if you were in how many of you ever been in a knockdown, blowout, Holy Ghost service, signs and wonders, and flashes of light, people that are popping out of wheelchairs. You ever been in a service like that? Okay, when that's happening. I mean, you just be like, whoa, whoa, God, all oh, your hair stands on end. And, you know, you're just all amazed. That's their view. Their view is, whoa, look at this preacher. What's his name? Jesus. Yeah, whoa. He, look, man, he's got wisdom. So as Jesus is speaking, they're listening and saying, what wisdom this guy has. And then they say, look, and he's, and he's got all these miracles. Miracles! That's their view of the meeting. Great church meeting. And then they say this in verse 3. Is this not the carpenter? Uh-oh. The son of Mary. His brother and sisters is with us and they were offended at Him. The first obstacle to seeing a release of God's power is overcoming your mental offense. God can do a miracle through anybody He wants to at any time. And if you have an idea of how that's supposed to come, come on, the Big Dipper. He had issues. Yes, Big Dipper. Naaman. Naaman. Do you remember Naaman? Naaman traveled across land and came to see the great prophet. And he brought all these treasures with him. And he knocks on the prophet's door. And the prophet doesn't even get up from watching Bonanza or whatever he was watching. (laughs) <laughs> there he is, watching Haas take care of another villain. Let me remember Bonanza. The cartwright's riding down on the enemy. There he is, hanging out. And there's a knock on his door. And he does not even get up. He doesn't put the video on pause. He doesn't. He sends his helper. Hey, go, go get the door. And uh, by the way, it's Naaman. And just tell him, do the Big Dipper thing. Seven times. Jordan. Cool. Gets, gets back to Haas in action. Naaman gets the word. I'm paraphrasing. Kind of reading some things into it a little bit. Naaman gets the message from the, the, the hand washer of Elijah. And he says, what? Do What? Walks off and he's talking to his, one of his servants. He says, could I not have washed in my rivers back in my own town, my own city, my own country? They're cleaner than this nasty Jordan. The Jordan is got a lot of clay. It's murky. It's not real pretty. Why should I go in the Jordan and dip seven times? I can't believe it. And he was wroth. King James. He was angry. He was fighting mad. And the servant said to him, if he had told you to do some great thing, wouldn't you have done it? You see, Naaman got offended in his mind because he had this picture of how his miracle was going to come. He had this picture that that the prophet would come out and say, "Yay, oh Jehovah God! And like he'd call the trumpeters and, and all the flaggers and the musicians and the harpists and... And the heavens would part. And a rainbow would bust across the place. And then he had this picture. I don't know what the picture was. But it was a problem. It was a simple thing. Just go dip. I want you to be the big dipper. Seven times. Not six. Seven. Go dip. When you're done, you'll be clean as a baby's bottom it does say something like that baby flesh or something he couldn't do it cuz he was offended one of the first obstacles to miracles will be an offense and it can come in lots of different ways it can come because you don't like the package that your miracle's coming in it can come because of the way that the way that somebody is or the circumstances your idea of how god was supposed to deliver you you know i've found out that i'm really not very smart in comparative to God at all. I have a finite mind. And the more often... Look, I've tried to... I've known God was going to deliver me. In fact, I know for a fact, as long as I live, whatever obstacle I ever come up to, it's going to move, or I'm going to run through it, or I'm going to run over it, and God's going to enable me to do it. Either way. So whatever obstacle it is, it is going to move. Sickness, infirmity, disease, financial obstacles, people, shaka tahaya. No matter what the obstacle is, it is going to move. But here's what I've found. I've found that if I just don't try to think too much about how He's going to move the obstacle, just keep moving in faith. Because sometimes I get an idea of I know how God's going to deliver me, and I'll be sure, as Sam Hill, that is not how He's going to deliver me. Oh, yeah. I know how he's going to do it. And, uh, and so you're looking for that, and little old, some little old lady comes in to deliver you, and you don't even pay any attention. Because it's going to, you know, Batman's going to show up with Robin Hood. The Cartwright brothers are going to ride in. And you're going to marry little Joe. Joe. You know, our minds are so so messed up. I mean, we have the mind of Christ and we're renewing our minds. But I would say the first obstacle that you see here in the text, an obstacle to breakthrough, an obstacle to miracles is offense. They saw Jesus and they said, Isn't that the... I remember Him. Him and His Father had that carpentry business. Aren't these His brothers and His sister here? with? I babysat that kid once... I changed his shorts, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah, I changed his shorts, and there were some shorts, let me tell you right now. They began to think about who Jesus was in the natural, that he'd come from there. They began to rationalize. It's an intellectual offense. Listen, don't, don't think so hard, be open be open to who god wants to bring your miracle through and and then in the converse of that be open to the fact that god wants to use you and stop making excuses about where you come from stop making excuses about what education you might have or don't have stop making excuses about the fact that you didn't even read your bible today That you didn't pray in tongues for an hour today and put on the 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 you know the the helmet of salvation and the the breastplate of righteousness. Stop making excuses that somebody else is going to come. Listen, you listen to me. Listen, you're the only Jesus some people will ever see. And so when you're faced with somebody who's sick and dying, you have a mandate from God to at least step into an opportunity for God to show up. He said, "Well, I don't pray like you, Pastor." Well, praise the Lord. I hardly know any Scriptures. You just need one to whoop up on the devil. You just lay hands on somebody and just give it the shortest verse in all of Scripture. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. They'll get healed. I believe that. I don't think you need much. I think you just need a boldness. I think that God is waiting to step into an opportunity that you can create for Him just by saying yes. So don't get in your head. Prophets without honor, except in his a prophet is not without honor except in his own country among his own relatives. Now and in his own house. For the longest time, I thought, how come I don't have any honor in like in my house? I don't mean my immediate house with my wife. I mean like, (laughs) you know, for years I was like. I was like the I was like the black sheep, so, you know, everything in the family was okay, not so good maybe. But Danny, Daniel, boy, we gotta pray for him. I mean, I was really, I mean, like, like when you put my life against the backdrop of the rest of the problems, you'd be like, we don't really have any. Just look at him. How's your family? We're good. But we got to pray for Danny boy. we got to pray for him. And you know what happened? I got healed. I got saved. I got healed. And I got delivered. Look, I used to eat out of dumpsters, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? And I'm not saying that for dramatic effect. I'm telling you, I ate out of dumpsters. Now, McDonald's doesn't close now in, in most major cities. But it did when I was all up in the hood. And I will tell you that after McDonald's closes... The workers get free burgers, but they usually have some they throw out. Jack, that's where I just hook up on dinner. See, so when I got set free, when I got set on fire, when I got healed and I got delivered, all of a sudden that whole dynamic in my family shifted. It's not about me anymore. Because Danny boy ain't all jacked up anymore. Now everybody's got to kind of look at their own stuff. And I've seen that in marriages. I've seen a wife that prays for 20 years, husband gets saved, and all of a sudden there are fireworks and it ain't the 4th of July in that house because the dad is becoming the spiritual head of his house. And the whole dynamic of the of the spirit spiritual realm in that home changed. She's not She can't tell him you need to go to church because he wants to go more than she does you can tell me to pray cuz he's shandai shuba with a bam bam 24 hours a day all up in the word more than she is and then the whole dynamic shifts and all of a sudden there's all this offense and and it takes some adjustment what are you saying i'm saying that god has given us a mandate for miracles and there's obstacles to them and you must see mental offense intellectual offense and you have to deal with it and the other thing is the th- second thing that i'm making mention of honor where there's honor, there is a release of God's power. Look, honor your father and mother. Mother. Honor your father and mother. You'll have a long life. That's what the, ten, one of the Ten Commandments, right? Honor releases life. Dishonor releases death. If you learn to honor each other, prefer one another, look to the needs of somebody else before yours, learn to honor your mother, Learn to honor your life group leader, your cell leader. Learn to honor those who are teaching you realities. Learn to honor authority. Next time you're in line, you buy a cup of coffee for a police officer. Do it. You bless government officials. You know, you you, be a blessing. Give honor. Learn to practice honor. Open doors. Young men, learn to open doors for women. Kids, when there's an older person that's going through, you wait. You don't sit down before somebody else. And if you're sitting there and and somebody comes to sit down, they're older than you, get up. Look, those are just manners, but those are things. You know where manners come from? They come from giving honor. We need to learn to honor. I do feel honored by you as a, as a pastor, my wife and I do. My wife's been feeling a little bit run down, so we we made her stay home tonight. She'll be in church Tuesday night. Jesus could do many miracles because he had. There was no honor. Think about that. Think about this. Think about if Benny Hinn—some of you Benny Hinn—would be a tremendous meeting to go through, go to, and you know that you'd get healed if you'd go. Part of the part of the miracle of that ministry is that because of the the, the what's happened. So many people have been healed, creates an environment of faith, and so when people say, "Well, Benny Hinn's coming immediately," their 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 faith skyrockets. Anticipation, oh, this could be it, and they come. They're filled with honor and anticipation. But then that same person will come to church and just think, "Well, it's just the Fourth of July." That bald head white preacher preaching ain't no big deal. Better wait for the next guest. When God could have your miracle tonight. Tonight. Come on, put a demand on the anointing. Don't wait for some I've told you, I've told you, and I will tell you again. The revival and the outpouring that's coming to this land will not come through a guest. It will not come through a guest. It will come through people who are sick and tired of being sick and tired that understand a mandate for miracles. You! It's coming through you. It's coming through the body. It's coming through the saints. People who rise up and say, man, i got Jesus in me just like Brother Benny. And lay hands on somebody. You don't have to do it like that, you know, but just do it in your own style. But for the love of God, do it! People are broken out there. People are hurting, longing for somebody to show up with some answers. He has given us the keys. Whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. He's given you keys. Some of you lost your keys, lost your cup. You need to pick your keys up and get find your cup and get filled to overflowing. I will say this. I, I. I've got, like, all these pages of notes, but I'm going to stop. You'll never be satisfied in your walk. Ever. Until you start stepping out and getting off of your own trip. We're so, so consumed with self. You know, I've gained a bunch of weight. And uh, I'll be losing a bunch of weight. Our rushers, we've just gone to a, a formal uniform. As soon as you can come back, Micah, that'd be great. I want you up here in a second. Going to a formal uniform, so they're all wearing ties and suits and everything on Sunday morning. I go to get dressed. I can't fit one of my suits. Not one, without hurting myself. <sighs> yeah, I'm like... I mean, like ah. I just couldn't do it. I said I said I'm not doing the bondage of a suit I can't do it sorry guys I felt like I let you down I'm wearing jeans Halloween. and there's nothing wrong with jeans but we just wanted to try to bring the level of excellence up a little bit and that's a good thing I have no idea what my point is right now do you remember my Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. (laughs) If you stare at yourself long enough, you know, it's a really ugly event. Mm -hmm. Come on, give me an amen. 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 Quit looking at the wind and the waves of opposition. Quit looking at your circumstances and how difficult they are. And begin to lift your eyes to the to the to the harvest. Begin to look you, I'm gonna tell you I can show you somebody that's in worse shape than you. Any day of the week, it's easy. Try visiting the mental hospital. Try going try going anywhere. Just walk around, go door to door. People answer the door, they're shut ins. There's this they're this thin hardcore alcoholics, heroin addicts that are stuck in their house. They're afraid to even answer the door. I've gone door to door to visit people that have visited our church. Ended up knocking on a door that it wasn't our church. They, in other words, it wasn't somebody that came here. Had a wrong address, or I was just guessing. I mean, in, in Alaska, it's like, you've got have a word of knowledge where the house is, because the numbers are all... you like, shaka ta ta That one. They open the door. I've had people open the door. Look at me. Eyes sunken in their head. It's almost like rats just run everywhere in the Spirit. My heart would break for them. Listen, if you think your life is so miserable, you could be in a wheelchair tonight, and I don't see any wheelchairs here tonight. I don't see not one. You begin to thank God for what's good and right and just and pure and holy, noble, admirable and praiseworthy. Begin to think on good things. Start thanking God for your health, even if you only have half health. Start thanking Him for the good half that you have And pray that He drives the other half out And begin to lift your eyes Help somebody who's in worse shape than you Try that Give somebody some money Help somebody Give them a ride And be sure to tell them about the love of God The Lord is going to release This is how I'm hearing it The Lord is going to release Relational miracles I'm not even sure what that means. The Lord would say unto you tonight that I'm going to release relational miracles in your life. As you begin to relate to people and get out from under the magnifying glass of your carnal mind and your flesh, I'm going to raise you up to be my ambassador. The Lord is opening eyes tonight He's opening eyes to the tremendous need that's all around the valley. And look, just because somebody drives a nice RV or a nice truck, I will tell you, those people are more broken than some of the other people just because they have money. They're tormented at night. has nothing to do with, just because it looks like they have some finances or something. It doesn't mean anything. Many a wealthy person has blown their own brains out. Who will go Who will go and bring? Who will go? Who will I send? Here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. To the lost, to the broken, to the hungry, to the thirsty, to the paralytic. Here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. I'm going to release miracles through people who are bold. Everybody stand up on your feet. I'm going to release miracles, says the Lord, to a people who will step out of their comfort place and begin to to step up and believe. To believe. To honor me in stepping forward in boldness. And in that opportunity, says the Lord, I'm going to show up and I'm going to heal the sick. I'm going to set the captives free. I'm going to drive cancer out with my finger. I'm going to heal diseases. Will you go? Here I am, send me. Come on, make it your prayer. I began to say it, I'm going to say it again. You will never be satisfied in your Christian walk until you begin to help somebody else. It is not about you. You say, what What if I'm, I'm not healed? You begin to bring healing to somebody and your healing will manifest. You begin to help somebody else and all of a sudden you begin to think clearly. All of a sudden you begin to have wisdom. Come on. You say I'm going to do it I dare you I double dog dare you at gas stations in the supermarket come on who cares what they think of you statistics say that there's really only two people that like you anyway did you get that there's really only two people that like you probably three at least father, son, holy ghost they like you so what do you got to lose Break the fear of man. Break the fear of inadequacy. Look, at you can't heal anybody anyway. Come on, you can hardly balance a checkbook, some of you. How are you supposed to heal somebody? Ah! Hello? Right? How are you going to heal somebody? You can't. But in the name of silver and gold, have I none. But in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, pray in the spirit. Get up, come on, come on. She did it up because it Where you go? Where you go? I'll go. What you say, i
1: What you pray, I pray
0: Come on, sing it with us What
1: you pray, I pray Where you go, I go Where you go, I go
0: What you say, I say What you pray, I pray Everywhere, Jesus, the miracles that He did He saw His Father doing Then He would join in and the miracles would happen Where you go, I go What you say, I
1: say What You pray, I pray What You pray, I pray Where You go Where You go, I go What You say, I say What You pray, I pray What You pray, I pray Where You go Where You go, I go What You say, I say What you pray, I pray.
0: What you pray, I pray. The Lord wants to move. Angels can't preach the gospel. There is no angel that's going to come and try to get anybody saved. They're not allowed. It's a privilege that's to be heralded by you and I. Here's what I want to pray for. If you're here tonight, first of all, and you need a healing, you need a miracle, I want you to come to the front and we're going to pray for you. Secondly, if you're here tonight and you just want greater boldness, that's what you need. You need boldness. I want you to come. Where you go,
1: I go. What you say, I say. What you pray,
0: I pray. What you pray, I pray.
1: Sing with us tonight.
0: Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I
1: pray. What you pray, I pray. Oh, where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. What you pray, I pray Where you go, I go What you say, I say What you pray, I pray What you pray, I pray Sing it to the Lord Where you go, I go What you say, I say What you pray, I pray
0: Holy Spirit Come upon this place right now. Lord God, let your power fall. Let what your you anointing go, come. Go, Sickness, infirmity, and disease, what depression, pray, we command you to go.
1: What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I right go. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say.
0: What Holy you pray, Spirit,
1: I pray. What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. What you I say, see a mantle.
0: I, I see, like, um, b- before you now, I see, I see an angel carrying a mantle coming down from heaven. And it's. It's new and it's fresh. I see him coming. Can I have one of those prayer claws, please?
1: you pray I pray What you pray I pray Where you go I go, what you say I say What you pray I pray What you pray I pray Where you go I go, what you say I say What you pray, I pray. What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go, what you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go, what you say, I say. What you pray, I pray, what you pray, I pray, Jesus only did what he saw you do, he would only say what he heard you speak, he would only move when he felt you leave. Following your heart, following your spirit, where you go, I go, what you say, I say, God, what you pray, I pray, what you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go, what you say, I say, what you pray, I pray. What you pray I pray Where you go Where you go I go What you say I say What you pray I pray What you pray I pray Where you go I go What you say I say What you pray I pray What you pray I pray Jesus only did What he saw you do He would only say What he heard you speak He would only move When he felt you lead Following your heart Following your spirit. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go, what you say, I say, what you pray, I pray, what you pray, I pray. Here we are, send us, here I am, send me Lord, here I am, send me Lord. Here I am, send me Lord Here I am, send me Pray, I pray Where you go I go what you say I say God, What you pray
0: I pray. What you pray I pray. When you came up in response I saw God giving you numbers of miracles I saw the Lord using you powerfully to minister and I know that you do that already, but I saw something new upon you. I'm going to come upon you, even as I came upon Jeremiah, as a weeping prophet, and you're going to begin to weep my tears. You're going to pray my prayers, even as never before. And you have given yourself over to me in a new way and a new season, and you've let go of some of the real deep desires of your heart. And because you've let some of those things go, I'm going to actually bring them about. For where there is a death, there will come now a resurrection. There will come a resurrection. I see that in terms of dreams. Could, of, of course, be relationship to. No longer will this proverb be spoken over you that every vision does not come to pass. That's in Scripture. I think it's Ecclesiastes or uh, Ezekiel. For well, the word of the Lord to you. My daughter, is that I'm going to bring about the vision. You've been delayed, but you've not been denied. I'm forming you and I'm fashioning you cleansed from the former things, now used for noble purposes. Oh my hand faith. Break off the grief. Break the cycle of grief. Move her into a new season of joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Move her into a new season, oh God. And it's interesting, the song that we're singing, it's almost as if the Lord would then sing back to us now. Imagine this. Because once you have the mind of Christ, and once you're fully vested in Him, and you've given everything to Him, this actually becomes true. And the Lord would say, Where I go, I go, I go, say, I say. What I pray, I pray. Sing it again, when I pray, I pray Think about that in reverse, because when you fully yield to Him, that's what happens. Where you go, I, I go, go. When
1: I say, you say. Jesus! When I pray, you pray. When I pray, you pray. Where I go, you go. where I say, I say. What you pray, I
0: pray. Here's what we're gonna pray. The prayer request is this: that over the Okanagan people, there's been a lot of death over the Native Native American tribes. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come against a spirit of death that would try to snuff out this tribe. We pray now, standing between, even between life and death, and we declare and proclaim, no more death. 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 death." Jesus, bring life. And I'm going to raise up miracle workers from your own people, even through your own hands. I'm going to raise up demonstrators of my glory. I'm going to raise up apostolic teams that come right out of your tribe. I'm going to raise them up. People from the first nations. That's what I'm doing. That is what I'm doing in the earth. I'm raising up great ones from among the first nations. Great ones are being raised up. You have prayed it. You have believed. You have interceded for years for that. You're beginning to see it. You're going to see some Timothys rise. Be sure to direct them. Be sure to instruct them in accountability. The Word of the Lord. Fire upon this people.
1: Your people. Where you go, I go. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go, what you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. Where you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go, what you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go, what you say, I say, God, what you pray, I pray, what you pray, I pray.
0: is almost over make it your prayer everybody everything you got where you go I go come on and sing where you go I go what you say I say what you pray
1: what you pray I pray what you pray I pray
0: everybody sing
1: where you go I go what you say I say What you pray I pray what you pray I pray where you go where you go I go what you say I say what you pray
0: what you pray I pray what you pray, pray I pray tonight a new release of authority upon your people release fresh authority and boldness. To bring miracles to people who will never come through the doors of a church. Raise up miracle workers and healing technicians. Raise up prophets. Raise up evangelists. Raise up those with apostolic anointing. Raise up teachers. Raise up pastors. Raise up the fivefold in this house. God, upon your people we ask now a fresh mantle, a fresh anointing, Lord, to see the kingdom of God manifested even every day of our lives. And we just say yes to your will, yes to your way. We say yes, we say yes, we say yes, we say yes. We say yes to your will yes to your way yes we say yes we say yes we say yes one more thing every head bowed every eye closed those online those here if you're not right with God you need to be made right with Him tonight if you've never given your heart to Jesus I implore you, I plead with you to give your heart to Him tonight. Don't wait. You say, I'm not ready. You'll never be ready. The enemy makes sure that you're never ready. If you've never given your heart to Jesus, you need to give your heart to Him tonight. I'm talking about if you believe that He died on a cross for you and rose again from the grave for you, you've never asked Him to come and be your Lord and to be your Savior, to wash you and to cleanse you and forgive you of all your sin. If you've never done that, I want to give you an opportunity in just a moment to pray a prayer and commit your life to the Lord. To forget your old life. Leave your old life behind and have a new one. Start a new one tonight. Maybe you've given your heart to Him before, but you've been living a life of compromise. You've been living a life of of compromise. One foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom. That is a miserable life for a believer. He doesn't want you to live that way. He wants you to live A life of peace and love and joy and hope. Life and life abundant. The Zoe life. The only way that you can have that is by being fully committed to Him. Every chamber of your heart. And if you have not been living that way for Him in a moment, I want you to lift your hand as well. Thirdly, you just want to be assured of your salvation. You just want to be sure that you're going to heaven. If you fit any of those categories, number one, giving your heart to Jesus for the first time. Or number two, recommitting your life to the Lord. Or number three, just being assured of your salvation. Nobody talking. Nobody praying. Everybody pay attention, please. Grace, everybody here, please. Just one second. Very important. I want everybody's attention. All the way in the back. Everybody listening. All your eyes on pastor. All right. If that's you, on the count of three, you want to give your heart to Jesus. On the count of three. Recommitment, or giving your heart to Jesus for the first time, or making a recommitment, or number three, being assured of your salvation. If that's you, fit any of those categories. On the count of three, slip your hand up. One. Two. Three. Do it right now. Slip your hand up. God bless you. God bless you. Run to the front. Come here. Quickly. Quickly come. Quickly, quickly. Don't think about it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Quickly. Put your hands together for these guys. Come on. Come right to the front. Come on. It's alright. Come on. We're going to ask Jesus into our lives. Come on. It's a good thing. Come on. Somebody say hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Come on. Anybody else? Here comes take a step forward. Anybody else? You want to give your heart to Jesus for the first time? Or you want to make a recommitment to Him? Or thirdly, you want to be assured of your salvation? Anybody else? Okay, we could have some people online. You just join in with us in prayer. We're just going to pray right out loud. Are you ready? You ready? Just pray right out loud. Close your eyes. Say, Dear Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for rising from the grave. Forgive me of all my sin. I'm sorry. Come into my heart. Come into my life. And be my Lord. Be my Savior. Wash me. Cleanse me. And make me new. I'm coming to you the best way I know how. Be my Lord. Break every chain. Break every bondage. And use me for the purpose for which I was created. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Lift your hands to the Lord. It's just a sign of surrender all across this place. Lift your hands to Jesus. Holy Spirit,
1: come, fill, touch.
0: across this place. Receive right now. In Jesus' name. Now right now, some of you getting filled with the Holy Ghost. You need that. It's it's an unusual thing, but God will fill you with His Spirit and and give you another language to pray in. It's called tongues, Scripture calls it it just come as like sounds and syllables all across this place. If you've never been filled with the Spirit, just right now, right now, just allow those sounds and syllables to, to come up and just open your mouth and begin to say them right out loud. Come on. Just begin to say those sounds and syllables out loud. Those of you that have that freedom, come on, pray. Lord, fill. Fill and touch right now she jarabo kadarabo bo rama kandarama ma 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 boka da la mae come on, he's healing your heart he's giving you a life you're a winner you're a winner that's the truth she jini ya kadarabo kala la 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 bo god's got some folks that are just going to help help you grow in the things of God. Carol's going to help you right there. Pat. All across this place, just worship God. Come on. Come on, worship Him. Yeah. Yeah. We say yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes. Yes. We say yes. We say yes. We say yes. Say yes, we say yes, we say yes to your will, yes to
1: your way, yes, we say yes,
0: oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, yes to your will, yes to your will, yes to your way, we
1: say yes, we say yes.
0: Lord, we thank You for what You've done tonight. As He said in the book of Isaiah, Who will go? Who will I send? And Isaiah said, Here am I. Send me. I'm telling you, you don't have to have some great education a gone to seminary all you have to do is be willing to step into an opportunity in the name of Jesus and pray for somebody and God will and can, not always on the first time, but if you'll be live a lifestyle of being consistently stepping out and praying for people, He will manifest Himself because He really loves people and He has nothing to do with you, has everything to do with Him, His Word and His name. And he'll come and he'll heal people. So a little, a little one-on-one on healing. You see somebody who doesn't feel well, you ask, what's the problem? I have a migraine. So you just speak to the, whatever the sickness or or the problem is. Father, in Jesus' name, I speak to the migraine and I command it to go. In Jesus' name. Migraine leave. Ask them how they feel. How do you feel? Wow. It's about 25% better. Good. Let's And they'll be thankful for that. Then go for the other 75%. Sometimes I've had to pray three and four times, and you get a full-blown miracle. Other times it's just once. But do it, won't you? Won't you just... Won't you? We owe people an encounter. That's the least we can do for all that God has done for us, to be a living sacrifice. We owe people an encounter in God. Amen? It's a mandate. Go... Go, preach the gospel of the kingdom. Take someone by the hand as they continue to minister up front here. Just take someone by the hand. Father, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for your, your hand that's mightily upon us, our church. Thank you for moving in power over the internet. God, thank you for what you'll do even Tuesday night. We love you and we bless you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. God bless you. We hope to see you Tuesday night.
1: Where you go, I go. What you say I say, what you pray I pray, what you pray I pray where you go, I go, what you say I say, what you pray I pray.